Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Everyone has an opinion, but he's got the Von Hessler Doctrine. Eric Von Hessler on WSB. All right, I'm going to tell you right now, we're just going to dispense with our normal opening, show opening, all that stuff, all that nonsense. I am angry. I'm not in a good mood. Angry, obviously, about this uh, latest story, the shooting out of Parkland, Florida. Um, I'm angry because I know how the day is going to go. I'm angry that uh, I know what petty people we are in this country today. I can I can guess exactly who I'm going to hear on TV and on which networks, and I know exactly what they're going to say. I'm angry because I know we're going to have this jibber-jabber for a few days that's going to sound just like the last time we had the jibber-jabber, and that everybody's going to be coming from their talking points, from their point of view, as if what happened yesterday means nothing, because I already knew what I thought about it before it happened. And that's the conversation that's going to happen today, and then it will recede into memory in about seven days, and nothing will be done whatsoever. And we'll all consider ourselves off the hook because we read our talking points from our point of view. I'm angry because I know CNN's going to be gun control wall-to-wall all day long, and I'm angry because Fox News is going to be Second Amendment wall-to-wall because I know that's already going to happen. And I'm angry because somewhere in the middle of it, we are not protecting our children. We're not doing our job. But most of us don't really seem to care. And I'm angry as I look at the television monitor at every damn politician I see showing up in front of that school. Shame on them that you would use this, that you would use these dead children as a way to get your thing passed or or to give us another I told you so. Now, already this morning, I'm monitoring on, uh, on CNN for 15 minutes this morning. This was the story. What are Republicans afraid of? They're going on Fox and Friends, but they're not coming on CNN. How disgusting. How do you make this about you at CNN? Are you, are, are you reporters or are you the gun control lobby advocate station? What are you? There's no conversation that's going to happen. I'm going to tell you that right now. There is no real conversation about what happened yesterday that's going to happen on CNN, Fox News, MSNBC, or any of these 24-hour news outlets. When events that are shocking happen, they're supposed to shock you. You're not supposed to know what you're going to say after it. You're supposed to digest it. And then come up with what you're supposed to say. So shame on any of you who have your talking points ready. I don't care. 
I don't care to hear the 9,000th gun control uh, thing that I've heard, and I don't care to be lectured about what is and what isn't an automatic weapon. I don't care. What I care about is that this is, keeps happening and that we are not protecting our children. First of all, let's play the natural sound, which, by the way, no child should ever hear in any school in this country ever. Holy Listen to that and then come at me with your talking points that you already knew you believed 24 hours ago before it happened. Obviously, I've got a lot to say on this. First, I want to go. We'll go on the ground here. Uh, Daryl, are you there? I am, Eric. Uh, this is Daryl Forges. Daryl actually was an intern here at WSB a few years ago and is now a television reporter in, in Miami. Uh, you're there on the ground. Uh, tell us how it feels. On the, I want to stay away from – I'm going to get back to the politics because that's what we do here. But just tell us what it was like yesterday, what it was like on the ground. Give us some background. Well, yesterday was tough, Eric. Uh, obviously, I wasn't exactly on the ground yesterday because yeah. I worked the early morning shifts. Sure. Uh, but I was still heavily involved on social media. But right now, um, this morning, I'm actually just a few hundred yards away from the alleged shooter's home. Yeah. Right now, investigators and federal agents are at the home uh, trying to figure out exactly what caused this you know, 19-year-old boy to do this. His well, name is um, Nicholas Cruz. And... Uh, Right now, he's at the uh, Broward County uh, Jail at this point. They were interrogating him for, uh, for several hours, well into the night, until this morning. And uh, so far, they're, they've been in the home for the past, I believe, five or six hours. Now, so uh, at this point, the, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, no, uh, so my understanding is that uh, an awful lot of the kids at the school were not surprised that this individual acted this way, that he was known to be someone who had anger issues, and uh, I, my understanding is that some of the kids kind of like stayed away from the dude because they thought he'd be somebody who would do something like this. Well, Eric, once the students tell us that once the gunshot, as soon as they heard the gunshot yesterday, they yeah. all said it's Nicholas Cruz. Yeah. So this all was all the kids yeah. knew because because he was he was known to to uh, to think about doing this. He always talked about how he would. If he got the opportunity, he would uh, shoot people at the school. He was actually yeah. expelled from the school uh, a year or so ago. He did alternative school. And one of the students who was actually at the alternative school with him says to be in the back of the classroom looking at guns and talking about, hey, this is what he would do if he was able to shoot up the school. And he so showed up he showed, he, no he, he showed up with bullets in his backpack at one point, my understanding. He and was, Eric, he showed, according to the sheriff's office, Broward Sheriff's Office, they say that in that book bag he had several magazines, and one AR-15. Right. So, and then, so this is, and I'm, I'm going to get to to the answers there. I think that there's going to be a press conference somewhere around 10.30 or so. We're going to carry it. 10.30. Yeah. Yes. We'll, we'll carry it live here at, w, at, uh, at WSB. Um, uh, I, I appreciate you calling in, Daryl. I, I know you're there. Is there anything, is there, uh, 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 the, you say that the cops have been in there for uh, five hours. Are they telling you anything? Are you getting any indication at all? No, it's, it's very tight lip right now, uh -huh. Eric. They're going in and out of the home. Uh, we're not really, we're, like I said, they have us closed off to an area because there's a lot of federal agents here as well. So we can't really uh -huh. see a whole lot of things, uh, but we have our chopper up head trying to get some other shots as well. So uh -huh. it's just been extremely active. A lot of people emotional out here uh, uh -huh. because of what happened. But a lot of people tell us, they say they're not surprised. They knew that he was going to uh -huh. do something like this. 
Yeah. Um, so it's just been it's just been a tough day for everyone here. Well, thank you. And also, quick. Yes. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. Oh, go ahead. No. Um, a quick note. Parkland was actually ranked as the safest city in the state of Florida. Yeah. Um, I, this past year, yeah. you know. So it's. Yeah, I saw that. Well, Daryl, I really appreciate you checking in with us, and uh, we'll talk to you uh, maybe a little bit later as well. But thank you very much, Daryl. I appreciate it. That's Daryl Forges, uh, and uh, he has uh, actually started out here at WSB, but is now doing television in the uh, in the Miami area. That's why I'm so angry with this story in particular. Uh, if this kid is not throwing off red flags. If this kid is not able to be stopped before he did what he did, then we're in a world of trouble. And if we're in a world of trouble, we need to stop the bickering back and forth with our political agendas, deal with reality, and start coming up with a way to stop this. We cannot allow our children to be slaughtered on school campuses any longer. And we have to stop thinking that it's either inevitable or it's too big or it costs too much money. We, the adults in this society, this is our job and we're not doing it. Now, the first thing you have to do is you have to accept reality. All right? To all the lefties out there. We have a Second Amendment in this country, and it's not going anywhere. So if you want to blah, 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 and do nothing, then blah, 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 and do nothing. We have a Second Amendment in this country. You can have arguments for it. You can have arguments against it. It's there. It's not going anywhere. To the people on the right, for the most part, who are going to waste their time today telling me what is an automatic weapon and what isn't, and given the arguments, I already know why the Second Amendment is there and why it should be there. To those people, guess what? Mentally deranged people in our society have access to heavy weaponry. We cannot walk around and act like that isn't true. We also can't put them in the category of tornadoes and earthquakes, things that happened every once in a while. We hope they don't happen to us. A third part of this reality is, in most places, until the age of 16 years old, by law, you are mandated to be on one of these campuses, which means that we have a responsibility. If the law says you have to be there, we have a responsibility to keep you safe. Now, it is time to start thinking about how to keep people safe. And what I think is, you have to have a defensive your defense has to have an offensive posture. How does the Secret Service keep the president alive when the last three or four presidents have all been hated by half the country? Because they go to work every day expecting that someone is going to try to do something. And their job when they go to work is to make sure that it doesn't happen. Now what we need to do is take some of this money that we're about to waste on silly infrastructure that doesn't mean anything and start talking about how we're going to secure our campuses. We need a new professional class in this society. I'm not talking about rent-a-cops and I'm not talking about retired uh, cops that uh, hang out with the faculty. I'm talking about a new professional class 
of a law person that is in charge of campus security, and we have to start making that happen on every campus in this, in this country. Every one. There's a lot of them. Worried about the robots taking all the jobs? I'm creating a whole new class of jobs. And this is worth it. We live in a time where cameras are cheap. But you have to think about what security is. As we move into the future, you can keep arguing about the Second Amendment and gun control and whatever, and it's going to go nowhere. The reality is, deal with gravity. This is happening, and we need to protect these kids. Every school needs security now. Every school needs to think about this now all the time. No one should be able to just walk up onto a school. There needs to be an outer perimeter on every school now with a limited number of entrances. And those entrances need to have video cameras and they need to have security personnel. And you might say to yourself, oh, I don't want to feel like I live in a country like that. Well, you do. Are you going to do something about it or not? I come into a place of work every day. I feel safe. Why do I feel safe? Because not just anybody can saunter in. You have to have the right badges. You have to have the right things to go to the... I don't feel like I live in a fortress America. I feel like I work for a company that cares about my safety. As we build new schools, this should be the number one thing. What do you think? Are you just going to wait for this to go away? Nothing is going to change. We have to respond to this threat that is real. Obviously, I have more to say about this when we get back. I tell you what really makes me sick on days like this are just the CNNs and the Fox Newses. Whenever yesterday, when I saw the story first, because we all get you know on our phones and everything, you just get news immediately. And when I first saw it, it it's it's my default thing now is I just avoid all 24-hour news. I'm getting the story. By the time I'm getting the story, it's happened. There's nothing I can do about it. The story is effectively over at that point. You're, 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 you're hoping beyond hope that if somebody's at a hospital or something, that they're not going to... The only thing that can happen at that point is more people can be reported dead. But the, the, the thing has already happened. And then the, uh, the 24-hour news networks descend upon these communities. And, and, and don't fool yourself. They know that this is a ratings grabber. And that in and of itself is sick. And so you have to, and, and you know, I, it's beyond words, the anger that I have for the way things like this are responded to in, in our media. All right, CNN, editor's desk. Let's get the gun control advocate on. That's what you knew you were going to do when you knew something like this would happen. It's not an actual response to the events, to the individuals, to the children who are dead. Over at the Fox News editorial, well, let's get the guy that tells us why, um, you know, I, I don't, do I have to turn on Fox News to know that somebody said Chicago has the most gun laws and they have, you know, they have a murder rate that's out of control? When things like this happen, I don't want to see your usual suspects tell me what they've told me over and over again. I want to know, does somebody have an answer? Because let me tell you what's not going to happen. The Second Amendment ain't going anywhere anytime soon. 
And deranged people are still going to have the ability to get heavy, heavy weaponry. Now, are we going to come up with a response to it? We as adults who are allowing our children to be slaughtered and we pretend we care, but what we really care about is that we advance our political agenda on the backs of stories like this, on the blood of children, both sides. You know what it's okay to do every once in a while? Say, wow, I don't know what the answer is. That's the beginning of actually trying to find the answer. What do you do in a free nation when 99.9% of the free people don't do this? But we still get this too often. That's what we're going to try to talk about today. Not your stupid talking points, because I don't care about them no matter what side you're on. All right, well, obviously, we had scheduled things today. I have a normal show before this mentally deranged lunatic Mm -hmm. takes more life in Florida. So English Nick was going to do Outrage Corner, but I'm thinking, you know, what is more outrageous than the big story of the day? So I appreciate you coming in, but I think we're going to have to... Sure, but amen to what you've been saying about what do we do about this. Yeah, let's talk about what can actually be done as opposed to... Just going back to our talking points. You know about English Nick? He's tears because that's the way. That's You know what? That's the proper response to this. That's the proper immediate response to this. When so many... You know, I just We live in a country where I think we're just so in love with arguing with each other that we cannot get anything done. We can't solve one problem. So on this show today, the focus is going to be on... Children, high school students, who 24 hours ago were as alive as you and I are right now. And the families. And so I will let you, uh, you're off the hook, English Nick. Let me go stew in it. Yes. um, I appreciate you being here, but we're just going to, I'm just going to continue on on my thing here. But I appreciate it. Thank you. You got it. Um, uh, I know we've had a couple of people that have written in and. Have something to say? Yeah, they've uh, they've loved what you've had to say this morning so far. Well, I don't and, want to say that. Let's not talk about loving what I have to say. Let, let's let's talk about having a new kind of conversation in these moments. Turn off CNN. Turn off Fox News. Turn off MSNBC. Because they're going to give you a soap opera. You know how this is going to go. I don't even know if they realize it or not. They got their heads so far up their own behinds. But they turn these situations into soap operas. What are soap operas? Entertainment. These 24-hour news networks. You know, uh, this is what I've always said about uh, television news. All right? It's, it's, It's not a story that someone who's lost a loved one is mourning. It's a story if they're not. So when you go shove your cameras in the face of people who are dealing with something like this that none of the rest of us can even imagine unless you've gone through it, 
That's exploitation. Always, every time, 100%. That's exploitation. Don't take part in it. Take part in a conversation that's a real conversation. On this day, I'm not interested in what you believe on this issue or what you believed 24 hours ago. I'm not interested in your talking points. I'm not interested in your politics. This happens way too often. This is something that everyone can agree upon. So let's start there. What I say is the answer is security. Because I'm smart enough to know that uh, this love affair we have with arguing with each other guarantees we'll never resolve the underlying issues. But we have to wake up to the fact that our children are in harm's way. What are we going to do about it? That we can do. By law. It's a heavy lift. But the answer is security. Where I work... You can't just saunter in here. You got to check in. You've got to be known. You've got to have the right badge to get to the right place, to go to the right place. And that is the answer. And if you give me some mumbo jumbo about, I don't want to feel as if I live in a fortress. So you, you're responding to reality. You should always be responding to reality. The first thing on every school campus should be safety. No education can happen if there isn't safety. There needs to be an outer perimeter on every campus going forward. As we build new schools, they should be built with safety in mind. Because I got news for you. 50 years from now in the United States of America, gun control advocates and Second Amendment advocates are going to be exactly where they are right now. And the law is going to be exactly where it is right now. And the Supreme Court rulings are going to be exactly what they are right now. If you want to do something about this, you have to deal with it on the level of security, campus security. And that's where you start talking politics. How much money? We're about to waste a gazillion dollars on infrastructure. I guarantee you that money could be used a whole lot better for campus security on every campus in this country. We can do anything we want to do. We don't look at things and say, oh, it's just too big. There's too many schools. We just go, hey, 40 years ago, we didn't have to do this. I don't know why. We've had the Second Amendment in this country since the 1790s. I don't know why, when I was growing up, this stuff just didn't happen. But it's happening now, and we need to respond to it. So you said some people had... Yeah, Chris left us, a, or is asking you a good question. She says, the classmates all knew, but nobody said anything. What can we do about this, it's none of my business mentality in our youth without becoming the nosy neighbor that nobody likes? Again, I don't think there's an answer on that end. That's why I keep coming back to security. This building that I'm in is secure. The people who secure this building don't care about the mental state of anybody who might walk into it. It's not based on that. It's based on floor plan, what the building looks like, how it needs to be secured. We can't get inside of everybody's head. You know, and we obviously cannot rely on adults in this society anymore. How many adults were around this idiot? 
you know, the guy is uh, bragging online that he's going to kill people. Uh, he was reported to the FBI because on some YouTube channel. Now, this is a, a breaking story, so I want to allow that potentially somebody else with the same name, but it doesn't look like it. It looks like it was this kid's YouTube channel, and he was bragging about how he was going to be a professional school shooter. Somebody flagged him, called the FBI. That person was was interviewed, and, and guess what? This morning, I guess apparently, the FBI called him back. So chances are, it looks like this was the YouTube channel. Who are the adults? I know this guy was adopted. His adopted parents died in recent years. He's staying with somebody else. Who are the people around this kid who think it's, this is the kid who should have heavy weaponry? I know he was 19. I don't know when he got the gun. Who are the people around this kid who think this kid is the one who needs to be in possession of this sort of stuff? Apparently online bragging about killing animals. This is a psychological thing known for years. Kids who get thrills out of killing animals quite often graduate to human beings. But as you get down into the weeds of each individual in a country of 300 million some odd people, you can't do that. You can't be there in everybody's mind and expect everybody's uh, family situation to take care of these things. What we have to worry about now is campus security. That's what the conversation should be. Some people think teachers should be. I, I don't really believe that myself. I believe we need a professional class of campus security. A whole profession. Not the retired cop. The retired cop is good. But you know what happens? Guess what? We're in a situation here where it's almost absolutely assured that it's not going to happen on your school. But it's also absolutely assured at this point that it is going to happen in some schools a couple times a year. That seems to be the way of things now. So the only way to combat it is to have a professional class of people whose job it is to walk into that school every day looking for people approaching from the outside who are trying to do the children harm and doing something about it. I don't think we can get inside of every neighborhood and every person and hope that see something, say something. It's a weird thing, see something, say something. Because if you say something and it turns out the guy is just a goofy dude who doesn't mean to harm anyone, then you're the bad guy. And people are always going to respond to that. Campus security needs to be the topic of conversation, and it needs to stop being the fifth, sixth, or seventh priority in each school. It is priority number one. I wish it weren't. Seems to me that education should be all the priorities in school, but we don't live in that world. And we're not going to live in a world where suddenly the gun control advocates get everything they want. It's not going to happen. Meanwhile... We have a responsibility as adults to protect the children that, by law, we mandate must go to these campuses. I mean, Neil Bortz made a good point earlier. It doesn't seem to happen in private schools. Why? Because, well, there's just a, a level there. If you're paying as a parent, it means that you're probably a little more involved with the schooling of your child than someone who's not. Not always. I'm not talking. I don't want to get into a class warfare thing here. Plenty of people who can't afford private school are involved with their children's schooling. But if you are paying good money, it kind of says, "Well, this person 
like anything else, they want value. So if somebody's being an idiot to their kid, they're going to bring it up. But everybody's, we're not going to be in a situation anytime soon where everybody can send their kids to private schools. We can only do what we can do, but we have to do something. But again, still locked into the status quo. Everybody listening to me, almost every single one of you, and myself included, are guilty. We live in an era where we are in love with arguing with each other. We have no love for solutions. I don't even want to use the word compromise because it doesn't even mean the dictionary definition anymore. Compromise is a loaded political term now. So you can't even use that. So let's just say an orientation towards solutions. We couldn't be further from that as a society on everything. And when something this real happens, and how many people are just kind of like, oh man, this happens so much, it's hard to feel anything. Well, you need to stop and take a moment and think of high school students who yesterday at this time were every bit as alive as you and I are now. And think about the fact that countries are put together so that collectively we can solve problems. We're not doing that right now. And if you're going to parrot blah, 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 your little talking points from the left or the right, you're useless today. You know, the reason I emphasize campus security going forward is because we can all agree that there we have a problem with mental instability in the society. You could try to attack it that way. You know, the, the gun control advocates want all guns to be take away, taken away. The other side says, no, can't do that because of the Second Amendment. And quite often they say what we really need to do is, you know, have an emphasis on uh, mental issues in the society. And we probably do need to do that for a host of reasons. But it's not gonna, an answer. We're not going to get inside of every mentally unstable mind and, 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 and cure these people. We live in a free society. Most of that is great. But it also means that mentally unstable people are going to get a hold, are going to have more power than we would wish them to have. That's just a fact. How many times do we have to see this before, before we know that that's what's going on? And the solutions that we come up with have to address that. And in my mind, and I don't think it's perfect, but guess what I'm, guess what I'm willing to do in America in 2018? I'm willing to say, <clears throat> I may not know the answer. But given the fact that I'm an adult and we're talking about children, I have an obligation to try to come up with an answer. I know the answer isn't watching CNN all day if I'm on the left or watching Fox News all day if I'm on the right and cocooning myself in what I already knew I knew. 
We have an obligation to protect the children in our schools. As the adults in this society, that's all we should be talking about right now. Everyone has an opinion, but he's got the Von Hessler Doctrine. Eric Von Hessler on WSB. Now we have this monitor on. I see this uh, attorney for the family that took this this guy in. Uh, I had questions for that family. What's his name? Nicholas Cruz. That's right. Nineteen years old. I'm uh, looking at social media posts where you know the guy says, "I want to kill people with my gun," and I don't. You know, and, and then the the lawyer for the family. It's it's complicated. He was adopted. His adoptive parents are both dead. Family took him in. The, the the lawyer for the parents the, for the people who took him in. Oh, we had no idea. We didn't see any of this coming. Yeah, that's interesting because the kids at the school, when they heard the gunfire, they were like, oh, that's probably Nicholas Cruz. You had no idea that this kid who's living in your house is posting this stuff on social media? How can you be that close to him and not see the problem? And that's the point. We can't, we can't depend on... You know we can't depend on in this society? Adults to act like adults anymore. Ultimately, in reality, it's the responsibility of the adults around this kid to see this stuff. And then, now we know that it's quite likely anyway that he was reported to the FBI for things he was saying on a YouTube channel. And we can't trust that anymore. So we have to we have to figure out how can we how can we keep our children safe on their school campuses. Now you had a couple of questions in there. Was there one? I hesitate to get into the political here, but there was one there was asking about. Uh, yeah, this one comes from Tina. She said, "Eric, I know that may sound weird to people that I hesitate to get into the political. Everything's political, but I would like to try to get to answers." that we can put into place, methods that can be put into place, no matter who the president is, no matter who's running Congress, no matter who has more power, that work. I see that as safety measures on every damn campus in this country. You say that job's too big, I say that's un-American to say that. You do it because it has to be done. That's it. Anyway, ask the question. This question comes from Tina where she says, Eric, the boy legally purchased the AR-15 my question for you is, who needs that powerful weapon besides the military? Okay, that doesn't matter. You, now, you want to just go round and round with the same conversation we always have and not get anything done? It doesn't matter that you don't understand why somebody else wants to buy a gun. The only thing that matters is that it's in the Constitution. That's the only thing that matters. You know, on the... Uh, uh, on the right side, like the right can never seem to understand. This is to me the analogy for the right is they, they can never understand why they can't get voter ID implemented everywhere and why courts keep knocking it down. Same reason. Voting's in the Constitution. It's not as uh, clear as the Second Amendment, but voting is in the Constitution. Have you noticed how easy it is for the state to remove your driving privileges? 
you do something wrong here, you do something wrong there, they could take away your right to drive. Why is that? Because you don't have a right to drive. But you know what? If your right to drive was in the Constitution, it would be very difficult for the state to take that away from you because of your behavior. So it doesn't matter that you don't understand why somebody else wants to buy a gun. In reality, I mean, do you want to deal with gravity or do you not want to deal with gravity? In reality, it doesn't matter that you don't understand why somebody else wants to buy a gun. What matters is their right to buy a gun is in the Constitution. So if you're going to have a solution to the problem that we face today, it better deal with the fact that people have a right to buy a gun whether you understand why they would want one or not. Also, on, the, uh, on to my friends on the right, I get a little annoyed with this, you know, not understanding how people respond emotionally to students being slaughtered, for heaven's sakes. Should be quite understandable why people respond emotionally to that. What I'm saying is, let's talk about how we can protect our children on campuses. The law says they got to be there. In most states, I think, until you're 16 years old. So we tell them they got to be there. That means we have a responsibility to keep them safe while they're there. My idea is something new. An entirely new profession. Or profession, if I could say it properly. Campus security. Not the rent-a-cop. Not even the nice retired cop. I spoke about it earlier. You're worried about the robots coming and taking all the jobs? Well, here's a whole new class, a whole new profession. I think somebody wrote to us and said, what about soldiers returning from battle? They, they need jobs. Lots right. of comments about and, that, and, helping veterans out. And what I would say is, yes, but there has to be one course, one certification for everybody that says you are equipped to do this. And what I'm saying is, forget about the money we're about to waste on infrastructure and start talking about the fact that you need, you need a security team on every campus in America. People throw their hands up, oh, that's too big. You know how many schools there are? It's not too big because it's necessary. And when it's necessary and it must be done, you just figure out a way to do it. We do live in a time where things are much cheaper. Cameras are not expensive. You know, somewhere in the bowels of this building, there are people looking at all of us doing everything. <laughs> yeah. There's cameras all over this building. I bet you those cameras cost a lot more when they were put in years ago. These days, it doesn't cost that much. You need one room in every, on every campus that's the security room that has uh, all the cameras laid out before you, and somebody who comes to work every day, and their job is to eliminate threats from outside coming in. That's their job. Their job isn't to enjoy donuts with the faculty. Their job isn't to become chummy-chummy with the kids. Their job is to eliminate threats from outside. The days of a rolling lawn and anybody being able to walk onto a high school campus or any campus from any direction should be over. If too much of this, you know, well, I don't want to feel like I live in a country where, well, you do. 
Now the question is, are you going to do something to protect people? You know, uh, I, I know that uh, in the 60s, when they started building, because you had a lot of uh, protest, and you had a lot of sit-ins at colleges. Well, when they started building colleges in the 60s, they started thinking about that, and they made it more difficult to have sit-ins. Narrower hallways. You know, they were thinking about, well, we don't want this. This is supposed to be an institution of learning. We don't want this. Are you building a school next year? The first thing you should be thinking about is campus security. People should not be able to walk onto the grounds of a school 360 degrees. There should be entry points. There should be an outer perimeter. There should be cameras on those entry points and people at those entry points. And those people should be trained and certified properly. Now, is somebody going to be better than another person? Yeah. Will things get a bit? Yeah. Every, nothing's perfect. But instead of just having round 9,322 of gun, the, the, the gun lobby, I should say, uh, Gun rights lobby versus uh, takeaway guns. Are we just going to go round and round and round with that conversation again? It's not going to go anywhere. I'm going to tell you right now. What am I, Nostradamus? It's not going to go anywhere. If that's what you're going to do, you're just going to go blah, 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 blah. You're going to virtue signal. You're going to feel good about yourself. And in 14 days, you're going to forget this ever happened until the next time it happens. And then you'll go right to the same old thing again. I'm talking about doing something about it. You shouldn't have one conversation today where the image of those children who lost their lives is not front and center. I don't care what politician you want to win. I don't care how important it is to you to win the argument with your neighbor. The only thing that matters is, how do you keep the next kid that's going to be in harm's way alive? That's what the conversation should be. And I got news for you. The Second Amendment's going to be the Second Amendment until the day you die. I don't care if you're 17 or 92. Solutions are not about you rolling your eyes about the state of America, no matter what side you're on. Solutions are about actually trying to figure out how do we protect these children because we know these things are happening. And I said it before, you know, the left and the right, the gun restriction people and the, and the gun advocates, we can all agree on one thing. The mentally deranged in this country now have access to heavy weaponry. I don't care how they got them. I want to know how do we protect children from them. That's the only conversation I'm interested in. And guess what? I ain't going to hear nothing about that. CNN, who just disgusting, just disgusting this morning. You know, for 15 minutes, their whole banner was, what are Republicans afraid of? They're going on Fox News, but they're not coming on CNN. On the blood of dead children? This is about CNN? Absolutely disgusting. 
right, when we come back, we'll get you up to date on there's a lot of pressers that are about to happen. Some from Florida. I think the president's going to speak when we get back. Well, I know we have pressers coming up soon, so what are we looking at here? Yeah, the first one's going to come from Broward County, where we're expecting the police department to uh, give us an update about what happened. They, yeah, they said around 1030, so we don't and, know when this going to start. And, and then at 11, uh, the president is set to speak. Right, so uh, we will. We have more people. Oh, yeah, uh, we got lots of tweets, lots of Facebook messages. Uh, I know people are angry. A lot of people don't agree with what I'm saying. That's fine. That's fine, because a lot of people want to have the same old discussion about this that they have every time it happens. I'm not interested in that. I'm interested in solutions. Even you, Jared, you said uh, I'm giving you the idea of like uh, military like prisons for schools. And my question to you was, will the kids be safe? It does worry me. You don't feel like you're in a prison here. You're in a secure building. That's true. I you're don't. in a building where people think about security. You don't feel like you're a prisoner, do you? you I feel don't. safe. I do feel safe, and I want the yeah. kids to feel safe, too. Is it 100% perfect? Nothing is. But you know that the people around you are making an effort. I just I don't know how we get to this point where this is not priority number one with all schools everywhere. It's like I said, the reason the Secret Service is so good at keeping the president safe when half the country has hated whatever president we have in the, the last 20, 30 years is because they go to work every day assuming somebody's going to try to do something. They are there. That's what we need. You see when you see the, the Secret Service and the president's talking and they don't care what the president's saying? They're there for the whole different agenda. All they're doing is looking at the crowd. All they're doing is looking at the crowd. They don't care. They could have voted for the president or not voted for the president. Same Secret Service agents would be doing the same thing for Hillary Clinton they're doing for Donald Trump right now if she was there. They don't care. Their job has nothing to do with politics. Their job has everything to do with their charge, which is keep that person safe. So they go into every situation, and all they're doing is just scanning the crowd, and if anybody starts something, they take care of it before it happens. Or it just starts to happen, and it gets stopped as soon as possible. This is the kind of posture, I don't mean militaristic. I mean cameras. I mean... uh Limited access to campuses. You have to come in through two or three different ways. And one room in every school where there's a big old screen full of all the different camera angles. And somebody who comes in every day to make sure no one from outside comes in and tries to harm our children. Now, now I'm seeing that the FBI was contacted twice. I just saw this one about this monster in Florida and yeah. warned. Now, the thing is, you don't know the situation. You don't know how many different leads they get. Apparently, he put some disturbing videos on YouTube. Yeah, and was uh, was constantly bragging about how he wanted to kill people. And the fact that he had the weaponry to do it, and nobody put this together. I mean, we'll find out over time exactly what what went down here but this does not appear to be one of those situations where it just pops up out of the blue nobody saw it coming we better start getting smart in this country now as soon as they start their press conference in Broward County is it Parkland Florida is in Broward County right? that's right uh, we will we'll go there live and then the president's gonna speak at 11 uh, we have a couple more 
If people have been uh, writing us on Twitter and everything. Oh, yeah. I just want to let people know we're not going to have a podcast today. I know that will upset a lot of fans. But everything I had to say about this, I'm saying right here on the radio show. And I just don't feel like talking about anything. I, you know, How can you? It's just, you know, I can't go get all frivolous and start yucking it up like we do on the podcast on most days. When you hear a sound like this, I mean, you can't, you just can't go anywhere else. Well, this next uh, this next tweet comes from uh, our buddy Dan, who said, what, uh, your, "Does your sound go down?" Yeah, I don't know all what right. happened That's to all it. Right. Um, this tweet comes from Dan, where he says, "Eric, do you think uh, training for all our select teachers to be trained uh, like first responders in order to be adequately prepared for a type of event like this uh, would help schools?" I, you know, I just I said my thing is I want a professional class of security that uh, there's a certification, and we have them. At all campuses. I don't think that the answer is that individuals arm themselves because, I don't know, some people may be good with a gun, some people may not, some people may panic, some people may be exactly the person that you want to be there at that time. I would rather that we start thinking about having a professional class of people who protect our children on campuses. And this is money that you have to spend knowing very well that the chances of it happening are still quite slim, right? This happens way too much. But even in the future, if we protect ourselves, the chance—the fact is we're going to have to spend money protecting campuses that in all likelihood will never have to deal with this. But that's the situation we're in because we can't point to which campus is going to be next. Here's the sad part. We all know that this will happen again. You know what's really weird is... I think when I was driving home yesterday, you know, just weird thoughts that come in your mind as you're driving. And because we do this for a living and we have these days, if not this, terrorism, the Las Vegas guy, uh, you know, these days like this. And, it, and I was driving home yesterday. I was thinking, wow, man, it's been, a, thankfully, it's been a long time since we had one of those days. And then boom, that afternoon. So I don't have to be Nostradamus to tell you that this is going to happen again. And the only way to protect from it, and what I'm saying is, that's our obligation. I know that we're in love with arguing with each other. And we really don't give a damn if we ever solve anything. Just look at D.C. You can see that that's truth. But we have an obligation as the adults in society to protect children that are on these campuses. I say do it with professional security a whole new line one certification no matter where you take it the course is the same you get certified you can do it great job for soldiers who are coming back you know great job for if you can do it you can do it but you have to prove that you can do it and then i say we spend the money for it somebody wrote in earlier you know we've we've changed our airports We've changed government buildings. You know, you can't you can't get as close to the White House as you used to be able to. That's hey, very true. We'd all rather be able to. I used to drive past the White House. I don't even think you can do that anymore. You know, we'd all like to live in a country where you didn't have to do that. But you also have to face reality. It is our job to keep our children safe no matter what we think of gun control. On the left, on the right. 
gun control advocates, Second Amendment advocates. What I know is if I could, if I could reappear in 150 years in the United States of America, that argument and that conversation would be in the same place it is today. Meanwhile, we have kids going to school every single day. We need to get off of that argument and start talking about how do we protect our children. And I know that people have all these abstract notions. Oh, video games. Yeah, probably they are. But guess what? Except for me, everybody in society plays video games. Yeah, Patty brought that up on Twitter, too. 99.9999% of them don't kill people. A lot of abstract ideas. We need to do more to help people who have mental illnesses. Absolutely. It's still not an answer because you're not ever going to be able to get to every one of them. The answer is protection and safety. To go back to that question, I err on the side. I'd rather have a professional class. I don't know if the history teacher is good with a gun or likely to freak out themselves. I don't know. I don't know. Any answer, there's no answer that's foolproof. But I think the proper answer is that we start building our schools with the thought of safety and we start retrofitting our schools with the thought of safety and we create a professional class of security that does this for a living. And it's just an expenditure. You know, I pay taxes for the cops. I've lived in my house for 17 or 18 years. I've never had a problem. But I, I don't have any problem paying for the protection, paying for the security. The fact that we have a good police force probably keeps a lot of that out. Just the fact that we, somewhere in the future, if it was just a known fact that um, schools are places that have security and good security, that in and of itself, that fact would probably bring down the incidence. Because in general, people don't go looking for trouble. Some people do. You have suicide by cop and all that. Nothing's foolproof. But I am simply sick and tired and in this go-round not interested. I'm not interested in the gun control advocate, and I'm not interested in the Second Amendment advocate. I've heard all of your talking points before. I'm interested in us fulfilling our obligation as adults to protect our children on our campuses. Well, here's a that's the only thing I'm interested in. Here's a different perspective. Uh, Justin, he uh, tweeted us several times, but in one of them, he wrote in all caps, "It's our job to take personal responsibility. It's my job to take care of my kids. It is not the school's job or the police's job to t- to protect my children." Wonderful. So basically, he's saying status quo. And, 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 what, and I understand, because that seems to be coming from a sort of a libertarian point of view. But that's status quo. And really, when you bring it down, uh, that's what I call uh, uh, the, um, the natural disaster thinking, which I, I really believe, even though we haven't really thought it through necessarily, a lot of us have done this now. We all know that there are tornadoes and earthquakes. And we all know that... Uh, we're going to get hit with news that people have been killed by them. And we all know that it could happen to any of us. We also know that it probably won't happen to us. And we just deal with it as a natural disaster. And I think in people's minds, they have actually taken the, these sort of incidents and put it into that tornado, 
earthquake, fire kind of situation. I disagree with that. I disagree with that. I think what we're learning is we're not protecting our children on campus. Now, all the relevant conversation should be, how do we do that? And not in abstract ways. Like, all of a sudden, the Second Amendment's going to be gone. It's not. All right, we are just about to uh, go to the the press conference that's going to happen. I think my audio is working, so we want to hear the sound one more time before we go to this press conference. No, no, it's all right. It's okay. People have people. I I don't want to do what I'm going as. I want to, you want to go? I see the guy stepping up. All right, we'll go to Sabrina. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.